Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals, Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome to yet another exciting Promo Horrors episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors for today. Greater Pacific is your full-service creative agency. Their experience comes from the experience of thousands of custom projects completed for clients over the last two decades. Uh, with expertise in promotional products in the advertising specialties industry, custom OEM, product design, project management, CPSIA compliance, product testing, and full-service logistics. They've done it all and become more effective with every opportunity. Greater Pacific creates the ultimate manufacturing experience for their clients, so go visit them at greaterpacific.com today. Tell them the Industry Insider sent you, and uh, why don't we say hi to uh, Meg Erber. Meg, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. It is Friday the 13th. This is our Friday the 13th episode of Promo Horror. So I'm very excited to have uh, Debbie on. But before we get to Debbie, how are you doing today, Jeff? I'm doing all right, thank you. You know, uh, since you mentioned it's Friday the 13th and I'm wearing a Steelers hat right now. Uh, Steelers just came off a big win against the Baltimore Ravens. You know what I'm saying? If we're talking about wins, we should also be talking about how the Phillies are going to the World Series. (laughs) Did anyone watch the game? Steven, how are you? Well, seeing that I'm a Broncos fan and it's Friday the 13th, that means on uh, Thursday the 12th, we lost again. So, um, But Taylor Swift was there again. You know, that's oh, a win. Also, also I, I'm pretty sure it's somebody's birthday today. Is it Jeff? Jeff, how old are you today? <laughs> uh, too old. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Jeff. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I am 38 years young today. Mm. Young. Yeah. Wasn't that long ago? I, I remember your 40th, Meg. So you know. A couple of years ago. <laughs> I'll let you Wasn't know. Are you, are you are you you turn 42 now? You're 42 or turning 42? You're older than that. Really? I'm 43. Not like I feel like that was so now. much like so, like so much closer than than like just like three years ago. That moving seems like on, was... moving on. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 35. I don't know if that makes you feel better. Uh, yeah, you know, we don't sure. have to give out ages, by the way, um, for our special guests. We this is right, not a requirement of the podcast. I don't know how we went down the trail, but we did. <laughs> well, it is the promo horrors episode, so that's exactly what we have to do. Oh, special true. guests do have to give us their age. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we're joined today by a special guest, Debbie Gaspar with Sky High Marketing. Very excited to have you on to discuss your promo horrors and to give us a nice fright for this Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, so, But before we launch into the topic, Debbie, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself. Maybe tell us how you got started in the promotional products industry and what you've been up to since. So take it away. Wow. Three to four minutes. <laughs> yes. Time, you get? Not, all right. So... 
I've been in this industry for, um, I'm just going to stick with 20. I know, I know it fluctuates based on, based on how old I decide I am at the time. So I'm going to stick with 20 today. Um, did most of my life on the distributor side, um, worked for Positive Promotions, great distributor, um, Vanguard, great distributor. I did a little stint um, on the supplier side for NC Custom for a few years. Um, and now I'm back at it on the distributor side, which is my heart of this industry. So love working with customers again. So Sky High Marketing, um, we are based in Wisconsin, which is our headquarters. We have an office in Las Vegas, Nevada. And um, I was blessed to start up this New York City sort of tri-state um, area business. So love being back in touch with my old customers. Um, it's amazing. I mean, I felt, I hate this story because I feel like it's so cliche. <laughs> I into it like everybody else. I, I thought I was going to be like a journalist. I went to um, college for journalism and English. I was writing the great American novel before I was 40, which by the way is still happening. Um, and then- you're not 40, that's why. No, yeah, well, um, yeah, age is off the table. I thought we said 29 forever. Um, yeah. And so- and so then it was just, um, I, I did a little journalism stint. I worked for um, a local sort of um, extra TV. I don't know if you know what that Ooh. is. Type of agency here when I was in college. At the time, it was like we were stalking Monica Lewinsky. It was like that Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal. I was like, like they were like, just stay outside her apartment and see if you can get an interview. For So I was like, like stalking her for 36 hours. Did you I, get an interview? I did not. She snuck out the back door. It was like, <laughs> it was all happening. And I was like, okay, this is not for me. I'm not going to be like stalking people outside their apartment. So the journalism thing went out the window. And my dad, like at the time said, oh, I have this friend. He has a promotional products company. You're great at like marketing and writing. And why don't you just give it a whirl? And that's sort of how I landed there. And then, um, I just loved it. I loved like that they put me in charge of this committee that was like pick swag for like, I mean, it wasn't swag then, right? But like pick something um, for this event. And I, I was like, oh, wait, I can go shopping on the job. And I just loved it. And so I fell into it like everybody else. That was my, my first gig. I ended up staying there for, I think, 12, 13 years. Um, so yeah, this wasn't certainly the career path I, I had intended, but I love every second of it. So yeah. So I don't know if that's three or four minutes, but uh, well, that's Stephen, Stephen was going to be an FBI hostage negotiator. So you know, there's that. Right. So almost. And Meg like was going to be the next Ronda Rousey. <laughs> right. But instead, she had to settle for Meg, the Terminator Erber. She went into the WWE <laughs> side and became the Terminator Erber. Erber. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe. So there was right. two things out of that that I was going to touch base on. A, I got to see you last week, and I and the Michigan correlation didn't make sense until you said that you were growing the New York location. So this fabulous young lady, I got the pleasure of hanging out with last week, just brief, you know, briefly. But it was just so good to actually see you in person. Yeah. And the second thing I think was, I went to give you a hug, and you were like, um, <laughs> I know so many people came in for that hug, and no. And I was like, oh, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, that whole Monica Lewinsky, and I know this isn't the topic, but like very fascinating. I, I came into, you know, that was in my, you know, in our surroundings at that time. And then where I am now and looking back on it, back then I had a different, a different perspective and mindset and what I thought of it. And then as an adult, I've actually 
um, listened to some podcasts and done a little bit more research. And it's a completely different story than we were fed by yeah. the media back then. So very interesting. I'll have to find that podcast and drop it in the comments. Um, but yeah, it was very, 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 very good. And I, you probably know which one I'm talking about, but I can't yeah. remember what it is off the top of my head. Maybe anyway, you're not insinuating that the media lied about something, are you? I mean, <laughs> maybe. this well, is not because the podcast. I think they just made Debbie Monica. Got journalism. If Debbie was still there, it would have been fine. But Totally. <laughs> They just painted Monica a certain way, and yeah. it's just it's not the not the case. So no. anyway, moving on, moving on. We are here to talk about promo wars today. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have my my Bella Canvas scary looking Halloween it reminds shirt. Me, it reminds me of Goosebumps. You remember those books? They, that, they have a new series out right now. Goosebumps. Oh yeah. It's not the books, but like a TV show. Goosebumps. Yeah. Y'all remember? Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. And yes. I am. Yes. <laughs> All right, Debbie. Well, like I said, it is a promo horrors episode. It's Friday the 13th. This episode's airing on October 18th, uh, which is just a, a few days from now. Uh, but we're here to talk about some promo horrors. You got to give us a good fright. All right. Because it's right. Friday the 13th. So it's got to be extra. All right. Okay. Can you give us, can you deliver the extra today? I can do the best. I mean, I'm usually, anyone who knows me knows I'm already extra. So <laughs> All right. it's not that complicated to give you the extra. We've got the right guest for today then. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to try not to drag this one out. Like I don't want the story to go on for 10 minutes, but it's important you understand the details of the story. Um, and I'm also going to leave out the names like to protect the innocent. Well, um, guilty as we know, but we'll, we'll say innocent. All right. So the company I was working at, and we're just going to say a distributor, put some air quotes around that. And I want to point out, because it's important to the story, I was three months into the job. So I had left my previous job. I was only three months into the job. And my company at the time was hired to be the main vendor. And for a pretty high profile, I'm just going to leave it at this, high profile publicized event. So media, paparazzi, red carpet. It was taking place in New York City at a large venue, 10,000 attendees over a period of a few days with some very highbrow sponsors and sort of paparazzi, you know, worthy um, attendees. So I'll leave it at that. High in the six figures project. We landed it. We were super excited. And I was, again, only three months in. So a lot of the project consisted of things I wasn't that familiar with, I'll be honest with at the time. So of course there were promotional giveaways and there were swag bags and the whole thing for attendees. But most of the displays consisted of things that, again, I wasn't that familiar with. So red carpets and floor displays and displays in the place and huge like side of the building signage and indoor and outdoor signage. And so I was panicking already. I don't think like it was my first big event at a brand new company and my stress level was super high and I needed it to go flawlessly. Like anyone who knows me knows I'm a perfectionist. And I don't think I slept for, for weeks leading into the event because it was just such a, it was going to be televised. It was just a high profile event. And so um, they nominated me to be the liaison project manager, whatever you want to call it. I worked closely with like, we had an inside design team. We had outside probably six multiple suppliers that were helping us with the event. And I just needed to make sure everything went flawlessly. And I will say, not that I'm like tossing anyone into the fire. If they see this, they'll know who they are. But I had an inside team that was responsible for like the back and forth with the client, proofing everything, making sure 
you know, they were like the back and forth with the clients, the sponsors, you know, the venue. And so my job was basically make sure everything is put together. I have my team organized inside. Fine. So I volunteered because it's I'm a control freak. Um, I mean, so I volunteered to go there the day before as the foreman to make sure everything was displayed exactly as intended and, you know, matched all the diagrams. I walked in there with like a pad folio that had a thousand pages in it. Like this is sign number one, sign number two, <laughs> number one. Like I literally was trying to match up signage and whatever. So I got there at six o'clock in the morning. I spent the entire day checking everything. The show spanned five floors in this convention center. So I made sure the installation, you know, everyone's hammering away. There's an installation, there's floor stuff going on, there's signs, whatever. So around like 10 o'clock at night, I deemed everything was okay. They were finishing up. The event was starting at 7 a.m. the next morning. I'm like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get a few hours of sleep. I did a final walkthrough of all the floors. I mean, I thought I thought I did a final walkthrough of where everything was. So the next day I get there, 7 a.m. I think I got there earlier, probably like 6.30. They, we laid out the red carpet. All the stars start showing up. Everything looks amazing. The display looks amazing. So I head up. You know, we, we did the whole thing, paparazzi pictures. I'm so excited. I'm riding a high. My bosses are there. There's paparazzi there. We're, we're all in. Um, so I go to head up to the third floor, which um, one of our sponsors, big, big named um, beverage sponsor, was hosting a VIP breakfast <laughs> for these highbrow attendees. Um, so and they, yeah, they were the sponsor of the event. Um, and so I head up and like, you know, when you're like going up the escalator and like you start to see what the floor is going to look like. And I was like all excited. I was decked out. I had like someone from like, I don't even know, Access Hollywood next to me. And we start to head up the escalator. And, you know, as there as you approach, as you all know, because you've been to trade shows, there's big signage. Like as soon as you're like getting off the escalator to say like, welcome and you're here and whatever. So my eye catches the sign, like as I'm on like the fourth rung of the escalator. Um, so it was a sign that said, welcome, or should have said, welcome to the third floor with a big sponsor call out of this big beverage company. Should we put it up before yeah. you say it? Are you ready? Okay. Are we ready? Drum roll, please, Meg. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, welcome to the third the third um, floor. And what you don't see in this picture is behind it, there was a couple of other signs that said third, third floor sponsor with their logo. So this was just the first thing that I saw. So so it wasn't even just the easel. It, it was, was not. Other it was signage. Not. The easel was like they wanted us to put up signs oh. directing everyone, but there was multiple full length, you know, uh, banner sort of signs with sponsor logos on them. Uh, Everyone walking onto the third floor. So as if this, so I caught it, right? And, and you know, I'm sure you've all been there. So you're panicking, you're panicking. So I ran to the right of the sign. I start calling, I start calling everyone I know, like, oh my God. I think the worst part of the story was this became a staple of selfies. This sign, you could probably Google it, went viral. People started taking selfies in front of it, like, welcome to the third floor. There's like there's like a Facebook page called like 
signs gone wrong or something. It's it's on there. It's on there. The welcome to the third floor. Um, people started taking selfies in front of it with hashtags like you had one job and welcome <laughs> to the third floor and sponsored by the third floor. Like oh. it, it went viral and people were like doing this in front of it. And it was like, it was, it was mortifying. It was mortifying. And luckily, let me just give the like release to be the good news. Luckily the printer, I mean, shout out to the printer. He knows who he is. He was amazing. He had it corrected in like a few hours, but by that time people had taken a Sharpie to some of the signs and wrote like RD in front uh. of it. Um, but here's the good part. The good part is the client had a sense of humor. Thank God. Thank God. Um, appreciated the additional publicity because when I'm not kidding that um, celebrities and other people took selfies in front of it. Um, and we actually landed the account. The, the you event said, it, or the you said it was a beverage sponsor? It was a beverage it sponsor. In the, the thirsty right it was like right that's pretty good actually that's, that's what i was gonna see if they had if you would like spend it a little bit and but they were just okay with it because they got the free publicity or we you know the extra publicity like, just proof that any publicity is good publicity we have a few photos with people in front of it that i didn't want to share but there's there's selfies with people in front of it and and we made the best of it but talk about promo horror story. I mean, that really is. Well, see, that's why I was so blown away when you said that there was additional signage. Because when you first sent that photo, I was like, okay, this is like, I could see where this definitely went wrong. And this, this should be a relatively easy fix. And then you yeah. say there's additional signage. Yeah, if it was just the easel. You could have put, you know, a white sticker over top of it or, yeah. you know, some, somehow corrected it. You know what I mean? But the signage is, uh, yeah, yeah. We had an entire sign down, down part of the floor that was floor to oh. ceiling. And the only reason I didn't share it is it had every spot. It was impossible to Photoshop stuff out to save save names of people. But we had, oh. I mean, literally it was throughout, it was throughout the third The three. <laughs> yeah. Steven had a similar story that he shared about like he had a full size like building banner and it was spelled incorrectly. It was over a hundred feet. Yeah, it was wild. Tall. Yeah, they were uh, leaf. So, leaf. Le was, uh, instead now, of now leasing going like 12 stories tall next okay. to a highway it said now leasing so, <laughs> i don't know make sure i am um I, i'm curious because in my scenario it was one of those things where there were so many pieces and we sent out so many proofs that it was actually proofed and approved you know as is I, is this one of those scenarios where like people that should have caught it should have caught it and it just still went through you know what happened? It was five floors, and I think there was 128 pieces of signage. And right. I think it just copy I think and paste. As you're and flipping through first mm -hmm. floor, second floor, third floor, like they had floor, probably, yeah. they had about 26 pieces of signage for each floor, like at each entry point to the hall. And like it just there were so many that I think as you proofed it, yes, everyone signed off on it. Right. Everyone signed off on it. In the end, it didn't matter, right? Because was it, it also the first? floor as well no. or was it okay <laughs> it wasn't no everything else was perfect it was just the third floor that had that in front of it that's so funny so something i would say similar but like in the same something bad like that happened because we just missed it right so it was actually for the influencer campaign for promotions east last year and i don't this just jogged my memory because you were on our campaign this year we had our own mishaps so one of the first 
companies that submitted product was HPG and they sent over um, all these Rice Krispie treats that were supposed to go in the kits. Well, they got there way before everybody else did and then they got forgotten about. So the kits come, I open the kit and I'm like, this something's missing. And I look at the schedule and I was like, oh my God, there's no snack in here. I was like, okay, maybe it's just mine. Text the charity. I was like, do you have snacks in your thing? She's like, no. I was like, oh my God, the snacks didn't make it. So we had sent out 50 boxes and one of the day was talk about the snack or do something, something with a snack. When I'm like, what do we do? I'm like, do I personally pay to send dropship 50 snacks out? I'm like, no, that's insane. I'm not doing that. Like, do I ask suppliers since they screwed up? And I'm like, no, they're, they did this for free, right? Like, what's the best way? Like, so we had to spin it. Like there was no way to fix the situation. Like it was done. Like we sent out 50 boxes. They didn't have the snacks that happened. So we thought we have to spin this. We'll just take what we had and just make it better. So we did a play on it and we're like, I will, who stole the snacks out of the, so we had a whole, like, try to guess who actually stole the snacks. And then what ended up doing is we had um, the, the fulfillment guy or person send me all the snacks. Um, and then I did a whole video of where, like, where are the snacks? And it was like, oh, no, oh, no. You know, that, that and then it, I'm in my bathtub, like, with cucumbers on my eyes, covered in snacks, like, ba like just in, like, heaven. And then the cucumber falls and it's like a look of shame. I'm caught with all the snacks. So we were able to spin that and have fun with it, but I was in panic mode, like sheer, like this is the first time we did something at this, like this, it was huge. Our names were all over it. We were so proud of it. And then it went wrong. So it's Maybe, really about how you fix it. It's honestly too soon to bring that up because I'm still a little burned by that. I'm still waiting for my Rice Krispie treats. Um, and, yeah, and I didn't sorry. eat that the whole day. I was planning on just Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't like that one either. Even it wasn't mm -hmm. this time. It was the last time. It was the first time. Um, yep. Yeah, I ate way too many of them. But we'll get you guys did spin that really time. well, though. And I, I did like the uh, the whole idea of you know bathing in them. That was pretty funny. Um, I was like trying to come up with something, and I wanted to like. You know, like I'm bathing was, in like some, it was fun. Jeff, that was bathroom Meg. Meg. That, that was bathroom Meg. Bathtub Meg. Bathtub Meg. Yeah. We've got all kinds of Megs on this show, Debbie. We've got all kinds of Megs on this show. Meg's hair. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Debbie, do you have any What's other stories? Today's, today's Meg? Well, this is, this is oh. normal Meg. This is normal Meg. Okay. There's sunglasses Meg. There's a, like injured Meg. Oh, <laughs> injured Meg. I'd call her Meg the leg, but it's the arm that's messed right. up. Right. So, yeah. It doesn't rhyme. It doesn't rhyme the same. It doesn't. You know. Error. Error. So that's coming from when um, Stephen once gave me a, um, it was, a, not I wouldn't say Fiverr, it was a uh, cameo from a UFC fighter, uh, Randy Couture, and he said my name wrong. And so ever since then, I'm now known as Error. You're not going to correct <laughs> that, man. No, that's. <laughs> I literally bring it up every episode. I think. So imagine being me. We want to talk about promo horror. Imagine being me, and I get that, and I actually asked him to redo it, and I'm like, oh. I'm the, talking to, it. and he did. He re-recorded it. That was the better version. So yeah, that was the better one. You should you should have seen the first one. Yeah. So I have to go approach a UFC fighter who's like one of the most famous in the world and be like, hey, yeah, man, you didn't pronounce her name right. Can you redo this? You say like it's like Gerber, but without the G, and people are like, "Oh, wait, how do you spell that?" Well, it's like the remember the Adina Menzel John Travolta thing where he like pronounced her name like. A yeah. Black. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could have spun that. He could have done something, but right. he didn't. He didn't do it. 
That was yeah, it's all about how you fix it. We're all human. We all make mistakes. It's For literally sure. how, you, how you fix it to make a positive impact on the customer, the client, whatever it is. But, but yeah, we're, we're, we're social the way it is. That's that's the hard part about simple mistakes that everyone does. Yeah. It's just people take it and blow it up. You know, it's like, sorry, we're not perfect like you all out there. You know. <laughs> Yeah, what did he say again? Adele Dazim. Yeah. That. Like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I went to sleepaway camp with her. Just for the Travolta? <laughs> no. It's <been> <laughs> wow. Travolta. That's blown up. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. All right. Anything else to add, Stephen, Meg, Debbie? Debbie, did you have any other stories? Any short stories that you could throw in or um, wrap up? Yeah. I have a super short one. I could do a super okay. short one. Yeah, right, let's hear it. Sky high, just for sky high. So, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna pretend to be like a Milwaukee Bucks fan because I'm, I'm New York Giants diehard. But um, they, uh, when the, I guess it was 2021, the Bucks won the championship. Um, sky high was um, the vendor, and so they needed to print 20,000 t-shirts for, for a parade the next day. And so the screen printer had called the way that Josh, my CEO tells it is the screen printer had called and said, there is no way we're getting this done. Like 20,000 shirts, like there is no way we're printing this. So Sky High basically took over the print shop for like 12 hours, 12 hours and printed all of these t-shirts nonstop through the night, through the night, through the night. They got them out like seven o'clock in the morning. Um, the way Josh tells it is like, and he's the most diehard Bucks fan there is. He slept through the parade. He could not function. They basically oh. took like 12 staff members and took over the print shop and said, we're getting this done. Oh, and man. All the shirts. So it's a little bit of a, you know, horror story. I that's guess. crazy. I know yeah, they that's have very. a great one. It no, is. It's the way that you turned it around. You guys took yeah. it in, in your own hands. And yeah. He was yeah. like, we're going to come over and do it and, and stay up all night, whatever it takes, I guess. And that is that's cool. That, that it's is crazy cool. how little time they have to turn those around. I know, like last night, I had all the orders coming in, and it's just because they have a couple days yeah. for the Phillies before they go to the World Series. But yeah. um, I know Stephen has to, to hop off. I don't want to keep him. I just realized that I was pushing it. So, but, um, Debbie, thank you so much. They were sure. some great stories. Fun. That's that's like some PTSD, though. Like I'm sure <laughs> that you learned a lot that day. You know, so proofreading. <laughs> well, thank we'll you. have to get you on for a third episode at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Fun. Thank you all. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this episode is brought you. to you by our good friends over at Greater Pacific. They're the direct manufacturer of custom OEM product, selling in the promotional products industry for 27 or with 27 years plus experience, uh, specializing in over 10 product categories. They can source and deliver most any product for you. Greater Pacific is full service sourcing product and managing every aspect of production with staff on the ground in Asia and utilizing their time-tested 20-step project management protocol. No need to worry about quality control, product safety, CPSIA compliance, or the hundreds of details related to custom manufacturing. Greater Pacific oversees every aspect for you, and their global uh, logistics team and in-house customs brokering ensures timely, seamless delivery. This is how they provide the ultimate manufacturing experience, and they back that claim with a 30-day product guarantee on all orders. Head over to uh, greaterpacific.com to learn more. <laughs> What was that? I said, I said a, thir- thir- a thirsty day guarantee. Yes, a thirsty day. There you go. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for joining us. It was great having you, and uh, you, you definitely delivered the extra. Yeah, always. I appreciate it. All right, guys, until next time.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.